At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition. Hornets put their fourth straight in the win column, 108-103, to the final score over division rivals, the Miami Heat. We'll break this one down for you, give you our... Our stars of the game, as well as go into full detail on one of the plays of the season for Buzz City, if not the NBA at large. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, our first time working together on a podcast since the All-Star break. Rob, you got two full weeks worth of break from me, and you get to pick up with a four-game win streak now for the Hornets. I think the thing I'm more happy about is the fact that the Hornets picked up where they left off before the All-Star break with those two wins and now got four in a row. Of course, it's the longest of the season, and oh, by the way, happy to see your face again. It's been a minute. It's good to see you as well, and certainly Good to see you on a winning edition here of the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets defeat the Heat 108-103. to Really good start for Buzz City. Uh, sometimes you'll see a team take off offensively and really put things away early in a contest. Hornets certainly didn't put it away, but they put some breathing room between themselves and the Heat with one of the best defensive quarters of the season, holding Miami to just 16 points. Now, circumstances might have had an impact on this. Hornets were on night two of a back-to-back, flying from Minnesota to Charlotte. They got in very, very late or early, depending on how you look at it. Miami, similar situation. They had played Milwaukee the night before, flew into Charlotte, 
got in very, very late. From what I've heard, not quite as late as the Hornets, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so maybe that factors into the poor shooting for Miami early and really for both teams overall. But regardless, I thought the Hornets defensively had a really strong game. Heat fought back, made it a one-possession game at halftime, and then the Hornets just churned out the victory. They were plus seven in the third quarter, made all the right plays down the stretch, and emerge with a 108-103 to victory. Mentioned the difficulties getting back into town and getting ready for night two of a back-to-back. Mark Williams, who finished the night with his best performance of his young career, 18 points and 20 rebounds. Both of those are career highs. Here's what he had to say about the win and the circumstances that led into it. I think today was really a, a mental game. Um, you know, we got in really late last night. I think it was like 530, uh, you know, with the playing trouble or whatever. So I think today was just really about locking into our principles and just, you know, fighting through. You know, I think everybody was tired, but uh, I think it was just our will on both sides of the ball, which ultimately led to our win today. And Rob, there are some games in the NBA where you build a 20, 25 point lead and you just don't look back. You never allow the other team to get within 10. That was not the case last night. Yes, the Hornets did at one point have a 20 plus point lead, 22 to be specific. But for the most part, this game was played within 8 to 10 points of each other. The majority of the contest, just like the night before against Minnesota, Hornets held the lead the majority of the second half, but it was never more than a three or four possession margin. So Hornets really had to be dialed in throughout both of these games and were able to get the job done for two very impressive wins over two teams who, if the season ended today, Minnesota and Miami, they're both playing past the regular season. And that was the thing I brought up at the end of the game yesterday at the beginning of postgame on the Hornets radio network was just the resiliency of this team. Obviously, the travel woes are a huge thing. I mean, you just after a win in Minnesota and being there for several days, I think the last thing you want to do is sit on a plane and, and wait for it or sit on a bus and wait for that plane to be ready and get going back for the second night of a back-to-back. And obviously, that was the situation. That was the hand that the Hornets were dealt. But they were still able to come away and sweep this back-to-back. That's the first time this season that the Hornets have won a back-to-back and have won both games in that scenario. And they were both on the road, too. Or, well, there was travel involved with it being on the road and then coming home, of course. But at the end of the day, I think this is one of those ones where Sam Perley and I talked about it on yesterday's edition of the podcast where we were looking at stats to watch. And Sam mentioned pace because the Heat really like to slow the game down. They like to grind it out. They like to beat you in the half court. And the Hornets tried to get out and run there, I thought, a lot in the first half. Second half, they tried to do it as well, but at the end of the day, because they had that lead in the fourth quarter, they were able to milk that clock a little bit. They did match Miami's game, which, again, you don't want teams to dictate how you play. You want to be the person to dictate it. But in this instance, I thought it was okay because, again, both teams on the second night of a back-to-back, both teams obviously tired, not playing their best basketball. The Hornets were able to modify their game a little bit and win that game coming down the stretch, and they made winning plays. Well, and that's also just how games tend to end in the NBA. You get into the half court, you get into the pick and roll. It's kind of like in the NFL where, you know, why do so many, or or college football for that matter, why do so many points get scored in the final four minutes? Well, because the offenses have to kind of let it rip at that point to try and keep up with one another. And so you have these very exciting finishes. In the NBA, it's almost the opposite. You get away from, all right, let's pick up the tempo 
and really slow things down so you can really hone in on those last few possessions and at the very least make sure you don't make a mistake. So that that's, I think, part of the puzzle. But I, I agree with you. I think the Hornets were able to play at different paces in this game. I think they did dictate tempo and, and really where I think the Hornets can really be proud of themselves. Neither team shot the ball well. Charlotte was slightly better from the floor, slightly better percentage-wise from three, didn't take nearly as many free throws. I guess nearly. They were in the same ballpark, but Miami was clearly ahead. Where the Hornets really established some dominance were the the quote-unquote special teams plays, things like second-chance points, things like points off turnovers. And it's not that it was such a huge margin in the opportunities for either of those. Charlotte had 11 offensive rebounds. Miami had seven, but the Hornets won second-chance points by four. In terms of points off turnovers, Heat turned it over 18 times, Hornets 15 times, but Charlotte was a plus six in those situations. And so those two things together, those special teams areas, allow the Hornets to get a win where if those categories don't go so heavily in their favor, maybe the free throws or maybe the extra made three-pointer by Miami ends up being the difference. Either way, a Charlotte really big, impressive win here, and that's four in a row now for Team Teal. And one more quick note to throw out there, too. I just looked at this. The first half, Charlotte shot 36% from the field. In the second half, they shot 51% from the field, just the tail two halves, and they were able to pull it across the finish line. Much better, indeed. Lots of stars in this one. Gordon Hayward led the team with 21 points, 19 points, 13 assists for LaMelo Ball, 18 points, and 20 boards for Mark Williams. Oh, by the way, Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre Jr., Dennis Smith Jr., all in double figures as well. So who were our stars of the night? We'll discuss that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Big win for Buzz City over the Miami Heat last night, as we mentioned at the tail end of last segment. Lots of options when it comes to star of the night. Rob Longo, you get to select first. This is one of those instances where I'm glad I was able to pick first because it's a glaring, obvious one, and i got to go with the stellar rookie on a stellar night. It's the one and only Mark Williams. Kicks to Rozier. Corner three. In and out. Rebound Mark Williams. 
goes up and thunders at home. A Dr. Pepper dunk. And that's the full two leaders to give the Hornets a five-point lead. 20, count them, 20 rebounds for the rookie, Mark Williams. I mean, what more can you say? That call right there just says it all. By the way, great call there, Sam. Thank Uh, you. (laughs) 18 points, 20 boards, seven offensive rebounds. He did it all. I mean, this this is almost rarefied air, especially for a Hornets rookie. He's the first Hornets player, a rookie, of course, with 15 or more points and 20 or more rebounds in a single game since Alonzo Mourning. That came all the way back April 16th of 1993. Zoe went off in that game for 36 points, 22 rebounds. I mentioned this a couple of broadcasts ago when it was Alonzo's birthday, but, I mean, the way that Alonzo Mourning played the game, especially in his rookie season, he should have been Rookie of the Year if it wasn't for a guy named Shaquille O'Neal. So, again, uh, kind of a victim of the draft class, I guess, I suppose. But, again, Mark Williams, I tweeted this out last night as well. Just take that game film and send it to everybody that has an influence when it comes to the All-NBA rookie team because he outplayed Bam Adebayo, who's a former All-Star, and there was no question about it. None whatsoever, and and this is a very impressive performance. There have only been 32 instances this season so far where a player has pulled down 20 rebounds in the game. Most of them are guys who either are currently or recently have been All-Stars. The exceptions to that, Precious Achua did it for the Raptors. Avicii Zubats is one of the better centers who has not been an All-Star yet in his career. He's got the season high at 29, but otherwise you're talking about names like Jokic and Gobert and Sabonis and Vucevic and Antetokounmpo. These are the guys that typically pull down these kinds of stats. For a rookie to do it, that is very impressive. And to my knowledge, I don't believe Jalen Duran or Walker Kessler have got a 20-rebound game. I have to interject. I will correct you because I did just see this number. The only two players, rookie-wise, that have those numbers this year of of 15 in a 20-game are Walker Kessler and Mark Williams. That's the first time multiple rookies have recorded those numbers in a season since Al Horford and Aaron Gray did it back in 2008. I stand corrected. Walker Kessler did have You corrected me on the broadcast yesterday. I got you back on the podcast That's fair. Kessler had a 21-rebound game. Durant had a 19-rebound game. That was against the Hornets. Took overtime, though. Throwing that in there. Uh, yes, very impressive there from Mark Williams. We've glowed enough about him. Let's hear what his head coach had to say after the game about the 18.20 rebound career performance of Mark Williams. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think that, you know, I think everybody viewed him as a talented, you know, defensive like rim protector and he's mobile, you know, so he should be able to play pick and roll defense as we go on and everything like that. But he's also, he's going to be a good, he has a chance to be a very good offensive player too. We saw a couple moments of that skill, some some mid-range stuff, some post moves into floaters against Bam Adebayo. That's a good center on the other side. As impressive as this start streak has been for Mark Williams, what makes it most impressive is the plays either collectively throughout a game or just individual moments against guys like Jokic and Gobert, and now Bam Adebayo. Mark Williams is going out there holding his own, and uh, last night had a tremendous, tremendous performance. All right, before I give you my star, I do want to give a tip of the cap to Gordon Hayward. Back-to-back 20-plus point performances, 27 in the win over Minnesota, and then follows it up last night with a game-high 21. I should say team-high 21 for Gordon Hayward. Uh, He was really strong throughout that contest. Nine points in the first half, 12 in the second, and down the stretch six points in the fourth quarter really did a good job contributing throughout the game one of 
just two starters in the contest. That was a positive in the plus-minus. So Gordon Hayward, not my pick for star of the night, but I do want to make sure he gets some recognition. My star of the game, I'm giving it to LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball, screen to his right. He'll use it, fires for three. LaMelo answers, rip the net cord. Another Lowe's drilling three-point shot for LaMelo Ball. Uh, that's a huge shot in the right time, right moment there for LaMelo with a big triple. Hornets up 85-81, out of bio, got it, lost it, missed the shot. Rebound to Ubre. LaMelo, transition three, hits it again! Oh my goodness, what can't that kid do? LaMelo was on fire in the second half, and he didn't shoot it well. His particular first quarter was awful. He was 1 for 11, 0 for 5 from 3, comes back in the second half. At one point, I think he was 5 for 8, including that sequence right there. Finishes with 19 points, 13 assists, a career-best sixth consecutive double-double in that stretch. He's averaging in the vicinity, I don't have it exact on me right now, but in the vicinity of 25 points, 9 rebounds, and 11 assists per game over a stretch where the Hornets have played above 500 basketball 4-2. and two. He has been outstanding in this stretch. He continues to find new ways to impress and uh, I mean LaMelo Ball, he's one of the brightest young stars in the game only 21 years old and he's playing, in my opinion the best basketball of his career over these last six contests. Yeah, I was thinking about how we were talking about that prior to the game. I think you were talking about it with the flagship station on the pregame show about how LaMelo's been playing his best basketball as of late, and then he goes out and he has a little bit of a clunker of a first half, and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, everybody has an off night. That's just the nature of it. Not everybody's going to be perfect for 82 games or whatever the amount of games that you're going to play there in a regular season. But yeah, I mean, that second half alone, he was 5 of 11 from the field. They were all three-pointers as well. Only got to the free throw line twice, but he was able to have seven assists out there. He had 16 points. was a positive and a plus minus. He did turn the ball over a little bit there in the second half, but in general, what he was able to do, I mean 16 of his 19 coming there in that second half alone, he had those stretches. You heard it there on that one call where it just seemed like it was a huge momentum swing on top of a multiple point swing there to kind of extend that lead. It made it 88 to 81, I believe, at that point in time. But, I mean, there was another point there in the third quarter where he hit three consecutive threes, and he was just I don't want to say he was chucking them up, but they were some long-distance ones. I mean, he was hitting them from all over the place. So, again, what can't this kid do? He has no bounce. He's not from here. What else can you say? He's having a better three-point shooting season uh, than his rookie season. Not quite as good as his all-star season, but, of course, there have been all those injuries and the derailments at different times. Right now, though, this stretch, he's about as hot as he has been throughout his career. LaMelo Ball, my pick four-star of the night. We got through this entire podcast to this point, at least, without talking about the play of the day. Hopefully you've seen it by now. If not, just Google Eric Collins or Dennis Smith Jr. is probably a better choice, but uh, EC on the call on Bally Sports Southeast. It was a good one. Dennis Smith Jr., a poster slam of Max Struess, a contender for Dunk of the Year. We'll take you through it after this quick break here on the Hornets Ivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, a winning edition. Hornets defeat the Miami Heat, improved to 19-43. and 43. That's four in a row in the win column now for Buzz City. They'll try and make it five tomorrow, Monday, against the Detroit Pistons. Tickets are available at hornets.com for that one. Rob, the game had lots of ups and downs. Of course, defensively, the first quarter might have been one of the best performances the Hornets have had all season long. Certainly with that many All-Stars on the floor at different times for Miami to hold that particular group to 16 in a 12-minute stretch, that's one of the more impressive feats of the season. Offensively, the team had its moments. Mark Williams going for 18 points and 20 boards. That's huge. Six straight double-double for LaMelo Ball. Gordon Hayward continues to fill it up. Kelly Oubre Jr., Terry Rozier both had strong games, but the play of the game, the thing that blew up Spectrum Center as well as the internet itself, Dennis Smith Jr. posterizing Max Struess. 46-26, Dennis Smith Jr. will drive, and he throws down a poster, Doug! Gotta get framed! Oh my goodness! Wow, what was that? I don't think anybody expected him to dunk that. That was incredible. You could hear the crowd marvel at it the first time, then collectively see the replay on the video board and ooh and ah again. Dennis Smith Jr. at six foot two, he has got some kind of elevator. It goes higher than most. And I mean, this is a big part of the reason why he was a top 10 pick. He's got a lot of skill and a lot of things he brings to the table defensively. He's tenacious. We'll hear about that later. But you have to have a certain level of athleticism to be a lottery pick in the NBA, particularly in this area. Just it doesn't happen otherwise. And Dennis Smith Jr. is that kind of athlete. And he had a perfect poster performance with that individual effort against Max Struess in the Heat. Yeah, I think the call just kind of encapsulates it in general because it was just kind of this shock and awe moment where we've seen the anticipation or the build-up to some of these dunks that he's had in the past, but this one just kind of felt like it came out of nowhere a little bit because he's coming down the left side of the lane and he's got Max Struess draped on him pretty good or at least trying to meet him at the rim and he goes up and not only does he go up, he's on the left side of the rim and I'm pretty sure he threw it down with his right hand as well. So it's not like he switched it in midair anything like that but usually conventionally you're going up with your left hand on the left side at least that's what you're taught fundamentally I know there's guys that do it a little bit differently in the association but I mean just the way that it seemed like there was nothing there for him to throw one down and all of a sudden you got the ball bouncing off the back of Max Drews's head rolling over the end line because he just yammed it on him and I know the DSJ did get a technical for it and that sort of thing but I mean again 
I'm not saying you can do whatever you want in that situation after you throw down a dunk, but there's going to be that raw emotion. You're going to have that adrenaline rush. I'm not mad about the technical or anything like that. I'm not here to talk about it. We're here to talk about the dunk itself, and it was a phenomenal one. I mean, we've seen, like I said in the past, those ones where we know that we think we're going to see him just kind of get up and throw down some vicious dunks, but this one was just so sneaky good. I mean, it's not like it's not a secret, obviously, that he doesn't have this bounce, but this one just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. I can't overstate that. Yeah, there are a couple of dunkers in the NBA where you, you kind of see it coming. You see them line up a, a shot blocker, and they're just going to jump over them. But that's one of the special things about Dennis Smith Jr. and some of his best dunks this season is they do kind of sneak up on you. It's less jumping over the shot blocker and in a more impressive fashion, having that shot blocker, that shot contester being alongside of him and probably in a decent position. And he just continues to rise, 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 throw it down on top of him. Enough on the dunk from us. Let's hear from the man himself, Dennis Smith Jr. Join me after the game on the Hornets Radio Network. And I had to ask him about the play. All right, now tell me about the dunk. Oh, that's what I do. <laughs> I've been doing that about 14 years old, man. So after I did it, they got on a little run, so I might not do it no more. Well, please don't do that. No, no. <laughs> but, nah, man, it's a good energizer for our team. Um, it's good for the fans to see. And, you know, we just want to keep making plays. Whatever's going to help us win the game, that's what we're trying to do. Dunk of the year? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> he might have a better one to come. It was the big talking point on social media. It's the thing that when fans go home, they're going to talk about in terms of what they witnessed on this past evening at Spectrum Center. And it's it's a highlight that's probably going to be number one or close to it on Sports Center and, and everywhere else that they chart these kinds of things. But I don't want it to take away from what Dennis Smith Jr. provided to this team substantively in the contest because he was really good even beyond that dunk five for seven from the floor one for two from three made all four of his free throws three steals including a big one in the final minute a takeaway from Jimmy Butler when he was going to have a chance to you know make it interesting keep it a one possession game or something to that effect DSJ ends up finishing with 15 points that's three away from his season high Uh, he's just playing really really strong basketball and after the game head coach Steve Clifford talked a little bit more about all that Dennis Smith Jr. provides for this roster. And, you know, he finished the game because of his defense, but he made the huge three off a really good play from Gordon. I think they had tied the score, right? And then uh, Gordon drove middle and touched it out to him, and he made the big three. But Dennis defensively, like his pick-and-roll defense, individual defense help is, I mean, he's an elite defender. He can really, really guard the ball. Um, And he's also, he's just such a great competitor. He brings a lot to the team. Completely agree with Cliff. I don't think I could say it much better than, obviously, the head coach that spends almost every day with them. But I think the biggest thing for me, and you heard it when you were talking to Dennis Smith Jr. after the game, is just his passion. Like He was talking about how there was no quit in his team, despite all of the circumstances built against them, considering the travel and just the record and the second night of a back-to-back. Everything that could have been against them, it didn't matter. And he just spoke with so much energy and so much passion that it got me fired up. I was ready to have the Hornets play another 48 minutes. I know I'm not the one suiting up, but I was ready to go for another broadcast at that point. So I'm ready to take a break before I'm the next sure broadcast. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I had a little bit more rest, but at the end of the day, what DSJ provides to this team, which I don't want to say was unexpected, but we just didn't know what to expect because, again, late roster add-on in training camp, see how he fit, 
had a lot of injuries, missed a lot of time with those those ankle sprains, and now all of a sudden we're starting to see what he's capable of. And man, it's been a diamond in a rough signing for Mitch Cup checking the rest of this Hornet squad who he's been able to carve out a role and he's been able to fulfill it beyond, I think, what a lot of people expected from Dennis Smith Jr. this season. He led last night or was one of the leaders of a really good performance from that bench unit. Dennis Smith Jr. and Kelly Oubre Jr. both go for 15 points. Both were really big time scores off the bench. Nick Richards, normal, really strong production that we've grown accustomed to at the number two center spot. And Kai Jones came up from G League Greensboro. We're going to have a swarm report for you tomorrow on the Hornets Hivecast. But 11 minutes on the floor, couple of points, kept the ball moving, couple of steals in there, played with a lot of energy, and not everything showed up in the stats column, but I thought defensively he made a difference there for the team. So Kai Jones, you know, you don't have to score 18 points with 20 rebounds to impact the game. Kai Jones and JT Thor, for that matter, uh, both did, but Kai Jones in particular, that bench group, all four players coming off the pine, so to speak, for the Hornets were a positive in the plus-minus. Only one of the five that suited up for the Heat that came off the bench was a positive in the plus minus and it's a former Hornet himself Cody Zeller. Hornets get the win 108 to 103 over the Heat they settle the season series with their division rivals at two wins apiece. Hornets take both at home and something that we talked about earlier I don't want to belabor this too much but I'm a big believer in division you shouldn't have those scheduled back to backs as much as we like spending an extra couple of days in Miami the fact that the Hornets were so beat up when they played those games it's not going to determine the season clearly but but you'd hate to have seen it actually do that because clearly Charlotte, when they are at least closer to full strength, they appear to be the better team, or at least they outplayed Miami in these last two inside Spectrum Center. 108 to 103, the final score. Hornets now with a record of 19 and 43 heading into tomorrow's contest against Detroit. We will have another edition of the Hornets Hivecast for you then. Rob Longo, thanks as always for joining me here on the HHC. Thanks, Sam. Had so much fun. Let's do it again tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. 
Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.